Thanks for hanging on. It's Mile High Magazine Sunday morning with Murphy Houston. And the Westcliff Center for the Performing Arts Popular Shakespeare and the Sangress kicks off June 16th, runs through July 2nd. Now, if you plan to attend and see some of these great historic performances, Shakespeare performances, you need to get ahead on tickets. And there's more information to have. That's why we're glad to have Elliot Jackson from the Westcliff Center for the Performing Arts, the program manager there. Elliot, thanks for coming on Mile High Magazine. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, let's talk about Westcliff. I know you're not too close to Denver, but where is it and what's it all about, just the town of Westcliff? Um, the town of Westcliff, well, actually, there's two towns that run together here in Custer County, Westcliff and Silvercliff. Uh, they're the principal population centers. Uh, we're a county of, we're demographically, we're considered a frontier county. There's only about 4,000 uh, full-time residents here in county. But that notwithstanding, we have a historic theater, movie theater, the Jones Theater, and we do live performances uh, with plays and concerts, um, spoken word performance, and also we show, we just started showing first-run movies again after a lengthy uh, shutdown for COVID. Well, that sounds and, good. Yeah. yeah, so in order to get it, we're actually, we're south and west of uh, Colorado Springs, so we're about an hour's, so to get here from Denver, you you know, counted about a, like a, a roughly a two-hour uh, drive, weather notwithstanding, but it's a very pretty drive, uh, particularly this time of year. So uh, it, it, makes a, it makes a pretty nice day excursion, we think. Plus, you're right in the backyard of the uh, Sangreas de Cristo Mountains, aren't you? I mean, they're like right there. Yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah, so we are We are called the Wet Mountain Valley. That's one side of the Sangreas as opposed to the San Luis Valley, which is on the other side of the Sangreas from us. Right, exactly. Then that's more towards Alamosa, that direction, is it not? Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, my son played football there at Adams State, so we've been down that way, and you're right, it's really very pretty. And, and I'm excited to hear more about the historic Jones Theater. I did a little research here on your website. Talk about that. People need to know there's a lot of history here. Yeah, well, the uh, the Jones Theater, um, uh, the building, the, the old part of the building started life as a saloon in the 1880s. Cool. And... Uh, <laughs> and the movie theater was was built onto it, uh, I think, sometime in the 1920s or 30s. And it was originally known as the Kanda Theater. Um, the Kanda family has been in, you know, Custer County for generations. Um, they sold it in the 1960s to a man named Jones, and that's who the theater is named after now. Um, and he ran the movie theater and also uh, was a dentist, so he had his office in the back of the building and had the theater in the front of the building. Uh, By 1992, however, the theater had been shuttered. The building was up for sale. Um, It was allegedly under contract, and the new owner was going to turn it into a laundromat. But the contract fell through, and Anne Ralph, who was a movie actress from Hollywood who had started summering here in Westcliff, saw the building and bought it uh, with the express uh, intent of keeping it as a theater. So they, they, she started showing movies again 
formed the West Coast Center for the Performing Arts as a nonprofit, and then we started adding live performances. So this is actually our 31st season of, of live performance. Well, that's very historical. That's what I like, that kind of park, because people should see this. They're living right around here. So what if it's a two-hour drive? You must have hotels down there where they could stay, huh? We do. We have we have hotels. We also have uh, short-term rentals in town. Um, and the Custer County Tourism Board has a wonderful website with a lot of uh, resources to help people out. And so if you just – if you Google Custer County Tourism Board, you will come up with their uh, – You'll come up with their website, and and will not only have all of our performances on it, but all the other stuff that's happening down in this area during the summer. Very nice way to spend a summer. Now we're talking about the very popular Shakespeare in the Sangress, which kicks off June sixteenth. Talk about that. How long has it been going on? What are you featuring this year? Who's in it? We want to know. Okay, well, um, Shakespeare. So. We, as I said, we'd been having, starting to have live performances. Uh, we started scheduling them in 1992, uh, but Shakespeare and the Sangres didn't come along until a little bit later. So this is actually more like our 13th, 14th season of Shakespeare and the Sangres. And uh, it all started when uh, an actor from Denver named uh, Christopher Cab came down for the summer to direct a show, and he convinced um, Anne Ralph, who was the chairman of the board at that time, to do a Shakespeare production. Um, and the first Shakespeare production was The Tempest, and it had such a good reception that we've continued doing it um, ever since. And sometimes we do two plays that run in repertory um, as part of Shakespeare and the Sangres, and it's usually, you know, of course, always been a Shakespeare play, um, and then either another Shakespeare play or, or Moliere or something similar. This year we're just doing one. Uh, okay. We're doing Shakespeare's Measure for Measure, which is one of his lesser known but, but still very interesting plays. So what's it about? Let's get the theme here. Okay, so Measure for Measure, it's it's kind of a complex story. It, it um, based as Shakespeare's plays usually always are on an older text. In this case, um, a, a, a play by another playwright from earlier in the 16th century, and it follows the adventures of of the Duke of Vienna. So it's set in Vienna. The Duke of Vienna is, he announces that he's leaving on a foreign mission, and he's going to hand power temporarily over to his deputy named Angelo. So he tells everyone, yeah, I'm leaving town, but he really doesn't. Instead, he disguises himself as a friar, and he sticks around to watch what uh, Angelo is doing. And Angelo is uh, one of those very, you know, upright, moral kind of guys, and he immediately starts a moral crackdown. He arrests a young man named Claudio, um, on the basis that uh, Claudio has been doing the business with his fiance Juliet before they get married, so this is this is against the law. And Angelo says, "Okay, you're going to die." <laughs> That's <laughs> how they did think back then. Yeah. Yeah. Which, of course, horrifies everybody because you know they they that this hasn't happened before. The law has been on the books, but nobody's bothered to enforce it. Well, Angelo uh, <laughs> meets his match in Isabella, who is Claudio's sister. She is a nun. 
She is just about to take her vows when she's approached by uh, Claudio's friend, Lucio, who says, hey, you've got to go to Angelo and you've got to you've got to persuade him to not do this. So she goes to Angelo. She pleads Claudio's case. She pleads it so powerfully that Angelo falls head over heels for her and offers her a pretty distasteful bargain, which is, hey, you could save your brother if you'll do the deed with me. Oh, oh. Horrified by this. But meanwhile, here comes the Duke. He steps in. He's been watching all of this, and he proposes a plot to Isabella to uh, save her honor and also save Claudio. And that's (laughs) the rest of the play deals with how that story plays out. So there's all kinds of trickery and disguises and and people not being who and what they seem to be. Um, Very, very Shakespearean in that regard. And it all ends with a sort of happy and <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute this is somewhat questionable darker comedies yeah. but it's 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 very it's very funny but it, it there's a lot of questions there about what's the law versus what's justice good description um, though holy cow that was wonderful i felt like i've already been at the play <laughs> <laughs> no you should still come see the play yeah jeez <laughs> is nothing compared to what, <laughs> what, what the play gets into. Oh, I see. So you kind of left the suspense hanging there, so we got to come down and see more. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there's how it all plays out is is the genius of the back end. Oh, my gosh. That uh, description came from Elliot Jackson, who's the program manager at the Westcliff Center for the Performing Arts. It sounds good. Now, are you in the play, Elliot? Because I know you do some of that, yeah. too. Yeah, I am in the play. I'm, I actually play Lucio, who is Claudio's friend, who uh, who gets Isabella involved. Um, and he he's kind of a um, he's described in the play as being a a fantastico. He's, oh, he's kind of a, yeah, he's he's. He's kind of a, a an extravagant personality, let's put it that way. Wow, that's and he, perfect. Uh, he manages to get under the Duke's skin quite a bit. So <laughs> you seem happy about that playing that role. <laughs> oh well, yeah, no, he's he's a, he's a great character. He's he's one of those guys who. Um, you know he he wants to <laughs> he wants to feel important so he ends up he ends up getting himself in a little bit over his head when you know Perfect. he in an attempt to to make himself important to everybody in the play Ellie, you sound perfect for that i got to ask so where do you get all your actors are they all just local people that live in westcliff or do actors come in for the summer to do the shakespeare stuff sometimes yes um we have had guest artists in the past and we have interns of uh, a college uh, acting program. So this year we'll have two interns, one of them coming from Colorado College and one of them coming from Manhattan College in New York. And they stay with us for the summer. They take roles in the Shakespeare productions. They also teach our creativity camp uh, for kids that we offer in July. Wow. Um, yeah, and and we have had guest, other guest artists, um, guest actors, guest directors, um, and we we plan to expand on that more in the future. That's a good idea to get more people involved, especially those college kids. What a, a nice education for them, huh? Yeah, and, and a little stipend as well. Oh. So, you know, they're not working for free. <laughs> um, 
we we put them up. We have an apartment in uh, we have an apartment upstairs that that they live in. So they're on premises and they're they're there to act. They're there to uh, do technical work. They're there to teach the creativity camp, and then they're also there to take part in other special fundraising events that go on during the summer. For Perfect us. for them. So what about tickets? Now, how do we get them online? What does it cost to go to the plays? You can, you can get them online. Ticket prices are $20 for adults, $15 for students in active military, and uh, $5 for kids 12 and under. You can order them online through our website, which is you know uh, Google JonesTheater.com, and that will bring up our website. They're also available. You know, you can also call the box office sure. to reserve them. Um, that number is seven one nine seven eight three three zero zero four. Or if you come down um, in advance, you can also. We also have a couple of local ticket outlets as oh, well. Oh, perfect. So besides the Shakespeare and the Sandgrist Mountains thing you're doing, what else is going on down there? What else are you doing there at the West Cliff Center for the Performing Arts all summer long? Well, as I mentioned, uh, we have Creativity Camp, which is where uh, that runs from July 3rd to 14th. Um, and this year we also have a circus camp going Whoa. on, which is going to be the second week, which is July 10th through 14th. And that's going to be taught by members of the Salida Circus. Cool. So they'll be teaching circus skills. Uh, we'll also be teaching theater games and, and skills to younger kids. Okay. And um, so then, and then we also will have our children's play, which is Robin Hood this year, and that will be in August. We have a ten-minute play competition, um, which gets produced. Those plays are, are are getting picked now. The competition just closed. We're going to have a group of people that get together and read them and decide which ones they really want to uh, produce, and that will be happening over Labor Day weekend. And then finally. Um, in the fall, we will be finishing up uh, the live theater performances with Agatha Christie's And Then There Were None, which I will be directing. Good. And then also a staged reading of A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, which I also will be directing. Um, I, we, we started that last year, and it was so popular that we're, we're going to do it again this year. I'll tell you, Elliot Jackson, Westcliff Center for the Performing Arts, the program manager and a person that does everything else there, it sounds like, for goodness <laughs> sakes. A lot of other things. I think yeah. so. Well, thanks for coming on Mile High Magazine. Good luck this year. Hey, thank you for having us, and uh, we really hope to see a lot of people in your listening area decide to come check us out. Well, that's for sure. And you guys hang around. Uh, maybe another week we'll be back. We will. Sunday, Mile High Magazine right here.